Hey, good looking. Happy Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. My name is Anna Wells and the name of the podcast is Transparency. And that's exactly what I'm giving you. I'm giving you this mess. Bless this mess. And that's exactly what I want to chat with you about today. Because perfection is boring and it's unrelatable. And disclaimer, this episode might get a little emotional, but it's all about turn your mess into your message. Don't hide your past. Your past makes you stand out. For example, how many people these days are health coaches online? And how many stories have you seen on gut health and how to heal your gut? Oh my gosh, so many stories like that, right? Now, if you do that and you want to stand out, you want to share the story about the time that, I don't know, maybe you almost pooped in your pants because your gut health was off and you had to race to the bathroom while you're standing in line somewhere. Or, you know, when you tell a story like that, that actually makes you human. And this will allow others to open up about their own poop story or whatever story they have to make it relatable and embrace the mess. Bless this mess because relatability, I'll say that 10 times fast, is key when it comes to connecting. There's always going to be someone else who does exactly the same thing that you do. But if you stick purely to that topic and you're saying nothing about yourself, you're just going to be another voice lost in the crowd. I mean, boring, right? So I can promise you that, and you know this, there's only one you. Nobody else has your story. Nobody else has your voice. And no one else has your view, your point of view, your perspective. So if you want to stand out, in the field of competitors and you want to be an expert that people want to go to, tell the stories that only you can tell. So can you think of your own relatable, maybe even messy story? I mean, do you want to hear some of mine? Are you sitting down? So for example, today, my husband and I were having lunch with another couple and we were chatting about our furry baby Dobby who has had so many seizures lately, three in a week, and one seizure that couple witnessed when we were on the hiking trail. So I told them, I said, oh my gosh, would you believe Dobby had another seizure the other day? And they were like, oh my gosh, we feel so bad. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad about it. It hurts my heart. And I have already been looking for other furry babies and some people will get another furry baby to accompany him you know what I mean so he's not alone but I know Dobby doesn't like to share he is kind of jealous I'm jealous too so I'm not blaming him so we're waiting till he goes but I know also from myself that when I have a new project when I'm adopting another baby another furry baby I will be too busy to be sad, heartbroken. And I know I'm going to be heartbroken and I just want to make it less. So <laughs> I said, 
um, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm already, you know, I already have my next project lined up to look for another furry baby. And I said, and I know it from when my late husband passed away that very quickly I got back into the dating scene and all, on all the dating websites. I mean, it was really quick. I even remember one time my husband passed away or before he passed away, we were walking down, down in Beverly Hills, close to the house. And we were talking about life insurance. I know, weird. And he said, oh, I know if when I die, you'll find someone really quick. And I, I remember he sent the fax over. He wanted to put the life insurance on me, but it was still on the ex-wife. I know that's the story for another time. And he tried everything. He was such a good, good human. And he said, oh, I know when, if I die, you'll find someone really quick. I'm like, I can't even think about that. But he was right because very quickly I got back on dating websites that one time my date was picking me up and he asked me when my last date was. And then I told him the story. He said, oh my gosh, when did your late husband pass away? And I said, I don't, I swear, I don't remember how long it was, but he almost turned around and he said, oh my gosh, that is like freaky. That's like way too soon. That's, but we still ended up dating. But I do remember it was way too soon. And, I, you know, everybody's going to judge, but th that's just me. I know myself. And I know that sounds horrible and that doesn't make me look good, but that's the truth. And, you know, sometimes I think maybe this is why God never made me a mother because I can't really deal with drama or misery, I try immediately to get over it. And yes, I will heal, but I can heal while I am on to the next project, if that makes sense. You know how some people, they don't want to date just yet. They're like, no, 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 I have to work on myself. No, I can work on myself while I'm in the next relationship. I can work on my griefing broken heart when I'm, when I'm helping my next puppy dog, you know what I mean? And I know that this sounds sad, maybe freaky, but that's just me. And, you know, sometimes I scream inside my body because I'm like, how come people are so, you know, they're fluffing, they're sugarcoating their life. They're not telling the truth because every time when I open up, people are like, oh my gosh, girl, I kind of feel the same way. And it's true. When you open up, you'll find out you're not alone. Uh, another very silly small example: we're having it that we're having that same lunch, and we were talking about coffee and coffee syrups. And we both have the Nespresso machine. And I said, "Oh my gosh, did you try the chocolate Nespresso?" And she said, "Yeah, that's the the we like the chocolate, the hazelnuts, the caramel." And I said, "Oh my gosh, did you try the almond roca syrup?" She's like, "Oh my gosh, I love it. Do you know where they where you can find it?" I'm like, "Yeah, Amazon." And she's like, "Yeah, in Home Goods." And I said, "Girl." how many pumps does it take for you to taste it? She's like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. I thought I was weird. I'm like, no, you're not weird. Sometimes you need like almost half the bottle to taste it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she says, oh my gosh, I'm so happy you said that because I felt all alone in that because we're both drinking the syrups that have like zero fat, zero sugar. And I don't know what they put in it, but it takes so much. The same like Sweden Low. It takes like five little bags or something to, to taste something, right? 
Um, so another thing I wanted to share with you that today, uh, before we went to the lunch, I picked a place because John always says, hey, can you pick a place? So I picked a place. And then the other couple said, no, let's go to another place. And I'm like, first you want me to do research and find a place. And then you turn around and you say you want your place. And I'm a bit of a control freak. And I'm a bit of like, I like to pick my own because I'm all about the ambiance. But I have to say, the place was amazing. And first of all, I did my research. Immediately, I'm looking on Instagram and I couldn't find anything about the ambiance. And I'm looking at Google Earth to look how the place looks from the outside in. I want to see the street. I want to see the doors. I want to see everything. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And then when I was there, I said to the owners, I said, you know, I'll do a story. And, and they tagged me and they reshared me on their page. I'm like, I want to see more of that. People want to see the ambiance, you know. Some people only care about the food. Other people only care about the ambiance. I care about the ambiance. Um, so it's so important to make everyone feel heard, seen, appreciated, and acknowledged. And I think that's with any business, any service, you have to make sure you're talking to everybody, and you have to make sure that you are relatable to everybody. Because sometimes I feel that people only share what they think people want to see. But you want to step outside of the box. And I think how you will find out your um, expertise or your strength is by asking friends, family members, people who know you, ask them, hey, what makes me stand out? What makes me different? What makes me attractive or interesting or exciting? You know, that really, really works. And I don't know, I'm, I'm such a, and I know when you know me, you say I'm an extrovert, but I feel like such an introvert because I am so happy when I'm at home. And I close the shutters and I'm like, I just want to be alone. I love to be alone. I love my space. And I know that's only healthy, but there's also people who are like, no, I hate to be alone. I always want to have people around me. And I'm like, no, please let me be alone most of the time. And when I go somewhere and it ends up being like people suck the energy out of you, People are not real. People are like phony baloney and fake and talking about silly stuff and servicey stuff. Then I come home and then I walk around the house and I say to you, oh my God, this was bullshit. I said to my husband, I'm like, that's bullshit, bullshit. Like it was bullshit. And then he's laughing. I'm like, what a waste of my time. What a waste of my time. I rather read a book. I rather watch, binge watch Netflix than go to a place where I don't go deep. I love it when people go deep, you know? And when I find that, like even today when I met, so this couple, John met the guy a while ago through PlayStation and they're both both private jet pilots and um, instructors. And the wife, I met her, this was the third time. And the first two times, I wasn't really sure because I asked her a lot of questions, which is, always what I do. So she didn't really ask a lot about me. And then I never really feel seen. I never really feel heard or acknowledged. I'm like, mm, she didn't ask about me. But it's also my fault because I pretty much interview people like I'm a journalist or something. And then today was the third time. And today I'm like, okay, 
I was looking for mutual ground. And again, I was asking her questions, but then I found that we had, that we do have some things in common and I like her. So it took me three times. And you know, sometimes when you meet someone and the first time you totally hit it off, you have like chemistry, you're like, oh my gosh, that's my new bestie. And then other times you're like, eh, not my cup of tea. And then they grow on you. And that pretty much happens. Like that, you know, nine out of 10 times people have to grow on me. Sometimes people are too much or sometimes people are too like mousy in my book that I'm like, I am extra. I'm all over social media. I want people to be exactly like me. But if people were exactly like me, that would be boring too, right? Because there's only one of you and that is actually a good thing. So you kind of want to complement each other the same like opposites attract. Like when I met John, I said to him, I said, why did you pick me out of all the girls on Plenty of Fish, you know, online dating? And he said, because you, you're not, you're not uptight. You speak your mind. Um, you don't take yourself too seriously. You laugh at yourself. Um, you're, you're, you're fun. You're like, I don't know. And to me, that's like such a compliment because there's so many people on this planet and I'm like, why me, you know? And I remember in Beverly Hills when I was dating in Beverly Hills, it's hard because in Beverly Hills, every week a new shipment with with hot girls come, you know, every week a new shipload. (laughs) And who am I? Why me? You know, and it's true when I was dating It's like they want to date, but they don't want to commit because if they can have a new flavor every week, why stick to one? Why commit to one? And I totally get it. If I was a dude, gosh, I would do the same thing. But thankfully, I'm not. Thankfully, I'm a girl. And every time when I met a guy, I was like, I'm going to marry him. I mean, are you the same way that you're like, okay, this is my husband? And then when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, and it's such a roller coaster. And it was so, I was always so heartbroken I mean, it really was up and down, up and down. So I'm so happy that I'm happily married to my best friends. And I feel once you're married, you can focus on other things. Like then all of a sudden I I could focus on, you know, starting a business. And yes, I have a master's in Arabic, translating Arabic. And everybody always said, oh, why don't you do that? I'm like, no, I have no desire to work in a corporate world or to work work in that world, especially after 9-11, I just, I don't know, to me, it's scary. But, you know, maybe that's stereotypical, but it's just, and you don't want to put anyone in a box. But no, I rather play it safe and work from home and not get out. I, I know that sounds so horrible. Same with driving. Are you scared on the freeway? I'm scared on the on the freeway. And I think because I know what can happen on the freeway, it doesn't have to be your fault. And I feel like, hey, if I'm safe and stress-free, I'll live longer. I mean, I saw it on my late husband. We went through mm, business, personal, two bankruptcies. And he was always stressed, always stressed over money. He was a contractor. And At the end, he was just like robbing Peter to pay Paul because, you know, you make a lot, but then you don't get paid yet. And then you need the next job, you need materials. And it was like a vicious cycle. And we were kind of living beyond our means. You know, when you get together with a new person 
You go for breakfast, fancy breakfast, and French, uh, fancy lunch, and fancy dinners, and then, yeah, it's too late. So all I want to say today is just be yourself. Talk about your stories, about the weirdest stories, because that makes you you, and that's how you want to stand out. Now I'm reading this book, and I told you about this book, Be Seen, uh, Jen Goodleap, love her. And she even, every morning, she goes live, um, get ready with me. And every morning I, I tune in and then I tune out because she's doing her makeup. And I did network marketing for like five different companies. And some of the companies was makeup. And I don't have enough face to put the makeup. I, I don't understand. I'm not a makeup girl. I have the lash extensions and then sometimes I put some uh, eye pencil and lip gloss and some blush and that's it. And I, I don't know. I, I tried makeup and I tried getting ready with me with makeup. And I was I was like, what else am I going to put on my face? <laughs> and then, you know, a little bit later, I put so much on my face. I thought I looked like a clown. I'm just not a makeup girl. So get ready with me. I don't know what we can do. Get ready with me. You know what I mean? I Maybe from my rope that I put my clothing on, but I don't want to show the naked, you know, <laughs> naked bits and pieces. You know what I mean? So then I'm like, okay, should I do coffee chat? Uh, life every five days a week, uh, coffee chat. Or let's do... A mocktail. Let's make a mocktail together. I don't know. And every day I'm like, I have to do something different and stay consistent. But then, but then that scares me too, because you have to show up every single day. And I'm like, do I want that? I kind of want to go with the flow. I think freedom is that you can go with the flow. When I had my storefront brick and mortar, I felt trapped. I felt like in handcuffs because I had to show up. If I wasn't at my storefront, people were not going to buy, you know? And that's kind of how I feel when you commit to showing up, doing an Instagram life every day, you got to show up. And I kind of want to go with the flow when I'm inspired. And I noticed that, yes, I will stay consistent. And that's the same with the podcast. Now I'm committing to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so I've been doing it last week, I'm doing it this week, and I'm consistent, but then I'm also stopping myself, I'm thinking, okay, what if it's crappy? But then I say, you rather do progress over perfection, and that's where I am. So with that, I'm going to close it up, and I'll chat with you tomorrow. Bye.